Welcome to the Live and True podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Fabian, and if you have not yet done so, please hit that subscribe or follow button so that you never miss a new episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about limiting beliefs, what they are, where they come from, and how to let go of them and find a healthy sense of self. Just a note, I'm not a therapist. This podcast is only my personal opinion, and my advice should not be taken as any form of substitution for therapy. A belief is a feeling of certainty. Limiting beliefs are the thoughts or opinions that we have that place limitations and hold us back from living up to our full potential. This causes us to miss out on things in life that we really want, but we just feel that we're unworthy of. We form these beliefs around everything, our worldview, our abilities, sense of self, money, and relationships, just to name a few. Most of these are subconscious thoughts that we aren't even aware we're having. We tend to believe these thoughts so deeply to our core that it makes them feel like truth, even though it is just a thought that we've adopted and have probably been telling ourselves for years. We develop these beliefs throughout our life, but they first start in early childhood. We adopt some from our family, friends, society, and create others based on our own negative past experiences or trauma that we've had. And once we've adopted a belief, we tend to take it at face value and stop questioning how valid it is. Stick with me for a minute here. Have you ever heard of clipping a bird's wings? It's when a bird's primary wing feathers are trimmed so that the bird can't fly. These feathers do eventually grow back if not trimmed consistently, but when a bird with clipped wings attempts to fly, it falls, and that can be a painful experience for the bird. This causes them to lose all confidence in their ability to fly, which makes them reluctant to try again, even when their wings have fully grown back. If the bird were to challenge its belief, it would realize that its circumstances changed and the limitation that it's been holding on to was only in its mind. What beliefs are you holding on to that are holding you back in a similar way? Just like the bird, we may have experienced a crash landing or trauma in some aspect of our life. And even though we have grown and changed since the experience, we're still held back by it and have conditioned ourselves to believe that we can't fly. Or maybe we've had people in our lives who have told us that we can't fly and we put trust into their belief and have adopted it as our own. None of us are the same people that we were yesterday, let alone the same people that we were as a child. Yet we continue to act as if the beliefs that we have formed still apply to us today. Some common limiting beliefs are statements like, I suck at this. I'll never be as good as them, so why even try? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I'm not smart enough or skilled enough. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm not pretty or thin enough. I'm a burden. I'm unworthy. I'll never be able to do that. Things will never change. Please insert any that I've missed here because there are way too many to name. A common theme with limiting beliefs, though, is that they tell us that we don't have enough or that we ourselves are not enough. Start paying attention to the thoughts that you have the words that you use, and the times that you repeat a habit that doesn't align with who you want to be. Notice when you say things that start with, I can't, I don't, I'm not, and I am. Those are all beliefs that you're holding on to. Our sense of self is largely constructed through language. This means that the stories that we tell ourselves have a huge impact on our personality and how we show up in the world. On the surface, our limiting beliefs may have come from a caring place. They were formed to keep us safe, either physically or emotionally. 
but in reality, they stem from fear or feeling unworthy and are usually an avoidance tactic. The beliefs we've adopted from other people may have either come from a caring place or a controlling place, but other people's beliefs say more about them than they do about us. They have formed their beliefs based on their own thoughts, experiences, and burdens. It's important to remember that they are doing the best that they can with what they have, but they don't have your thoughts, your experiences, struggles, or your successes. Their expectations or belief may not align with your own. So I challenge you to let go of other people's beliefs. Someone telling you that you are something, aren't something, you should do this, shouldn't do that, or you can't do that. I'm not saying that you should ignore all advice and just tell everyone to shove it. Just be selective of what you choose to listen to and what you adopt as your own belief. Do you value this person's opinion on whatever they're telling you about? Would you want to trade places with that person in this aspect of their life? I wouldn't want to take financial advice from someone who I don't want to change bank accounts with. No matter what anyone tells you to believe in, though, only you are responsible for what you choose to believe in. I believe that we get what we focus on. We tend to focus on all the ways that our beliefs are true. We even have the proof from our past and other people's experiences that back up our beliefs and make them feel as though they are facts instead of thoughts. We can even tend to make up stories in our heads of how the belief is true. Everyone sees the world through their own filter, and their filter determines what makes up their reality. You may have heard someone say that they see the world through rose-colored glasses, and that just means that they see the optimistic side of things and they overlook the negative aspects. The process of intentional observation can help you identify how your filter works. I want you to try a little experiment with me. Take five seconds to look at your surroundings and find 10 things around you that are red. I'll wait. Now tell me all the things that you saw that were blue. You probably found tons of red things, right? Even if it was like orange or off brown, you claimed it as red just so you could come up with the 10 things to tell me about. But you probably didn't see much blue because you were so focused on looking for the red. If we re-examined our limiting beliefs, looking for the ways that it was invalid, we would find ways to support that too. But we tend to over-exaggerate the facts that support our beliefs and minimize the facts that challenge them. When you become aware of a limiting belief, I want you to explore it. Is it still helpful to you? Is it something that you want to hold on to? Do you want to act in a way that aligns with this belief? Or do you want to show up for yourself in a different way? When you notice a negative thought, write it down. Then I want you to write down what you wish the thought would have been. Write down what you believe about yourself and why. Write down the beliefs that you've been carrying and that you've accepted as truth. Then I want you to have the courage to ask yourself, what if I'm wrong? No one will ever have a completely perfect life. Maybe you lose your job, get evicted, go bankrupt, go through a divorce, lose a loved one, or have someone betray you in some sort of way. Shit will always happen that's out of your control. You have to accept that whatever happened in the past has happened. Don't waste your energy wishing it could be any different because it will never change. We can, however, control our response and choose what we make the circumstance mean to us. Our mind makes up a story for what the event means. Let's take the example of losing your job. We could go into shaming beliefs, telling ourselves that we aren't good enough, we'll never be able to support ourselves, or we'll always be a failure. 
or we could choose to see this as an opportunity to do something different. See it as one door closing for another one to open and telling ourselves that we will get back on our feet because we're resilient and capable. One thought leads us to feeling unworthy, but the other one makes us feel encouraged. And when you go into an interview feeling unworthy, are you going to show up for yourself the same way you would if you felt encouraged? Are you going to get the job if you feel worthless? You might, but it's probably not the job you truly wanted. This is why two people can have the same experience in life and have a completely different outlook and outcome from it. I'm probably going to say this a thousand times over the life of this podcast, but mindset is everything. I'm going to share a really important life hack with you right now, and it applies to how you approach everything in life. So listen closely. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings dictate our actions and our actions lead to our outcome. I want you to think about that for a minute. The thoughts that we have create a feeling, good or bad, and that feeling is what dictates how we show up and what actions we take. And those actions are what get you your results. It's not a new concept, but it's one that a lot of people don't put together until much later in life. Most people see the action and result, but they don't dive deeper into what causes the action, which is a really key component in taking the right actions to get you the results you want. It's also a skill to be able to disassociate yourself from your thoughts and your feelings. To notice that you are the person experiencing the feeling or having the thought, but they don't define who you are. And when you can separate your sense of self from your thoughts and feelings, you can see things as a circumstance and not adopt them as part of your identity. Being able to take a step back and see that you are experiencing these things, but they don't have to define you as a person. You could tell yourself that you're broken, you're a bad person, you're an anxious person, you're shy, or you're depressed, and take these thoughts and feelings on as part of your identity. Or you can choose to see it as a circumstance. I promise that you're not broken, you're going through pain, and you're not a bad person, you made a mistake. And you're not an anxious, shy, or depressed person, but you're experiencing these feelings. Experiencing anxiety or battling with depression is a circumstance and not a character flaw. I don't say this to minimize these feelings in any way, but to validate that extremely overwhelming feelings can feel as if they are your whole world. But just because you are going through these emotions doesn't mean that anything is wrong with you as a person. I want you to give yourself compassion and know that you are not your feelings, no matter how heavy they feel. They don't have to become you. So now we've identified our limiting belief. We've challenged it and found that it no longer serves us and we want to let go of it. So how the fuck do we get it out of our lives? It goes back to that life hack that I told you about earlier. Thoughts, feelings, actions, results. First, you can't just hope for it. You have to decide that it's possible and change your thoughts around your belief. If you have some audacious goal that feels way too far out of reach to be possible, I want you to break it down into smaller steps. An example of this would be if you've never made more than 30,000 a year, you might have a hard time believing it's possible for you to make a million. But is it possible to make 60 a year and then 120 a year and then 500 a year and then the million a year? I'm not trying to ask you to eat an elephant here. And if you start to feel unworthy or feel like you're being a burden for going after these new beliefs, I want you to pause and give yourself permission to be yourself. Stop apologizing for taking up that beautiful space that you deserve. 
You are not a burden and you are worthy of all the wonderful things that your life has to offer. I want you to adopt an empowering belief of who you can be and what you are capable and worthy of. What can you do that disproves your limiting belief and inspires your empowering belief? I'm gonna be honest here. You probably won't have 100% confidence in yourself at the beginning of this. Maybe you're down there at 2%. But the beautiful thing is that you don't have to believe in yourself 100% to get started. You just have to give it 100%. The empowering belief is gonna grow stronger as you build confidence and that confidence grows by taking the action that aligns with it. The more you do something successfully, the more confidence that you gain. But remember, no one is perfect. There will be times when you will be doing all of the right things and it just doesn't work out as you planned it. But these moments aren't as impactful when you have confidence in your empowering belief. This is really hard work. Your limiting beliefs may go away and then seep back in. How many times have you told yourself that limiting belief over the years? Know that you will have to keep repeating the empowering belief just the same. You have to be resilient and have patience and compassion for yourself. When you are learning something new or trying something different, it's probably gonna take a thousand tries before you get it right. It's all a process and you are learning and growing and getting closer to success with every try. It's also helpful to be able to talk to someone. Find someone who will listen free of any bias or judgment. You can tell them your struggles, your successes, and even make them your accountability partner. Make it someone who knows what you want and calls you out on your shit when you start to regress back into your negative self-talk and limiting beliefs that you're working so hard on overcoming. I know that you are capable of all of this and strong enough to do the work. So identify your beliefs, challenge them to see if they still serve you, replace the limiting beliefs with empowering beliefs, and take the actions that align with your new empowering belief. This work is hard. These beliefs won't go away overnight, and once you feel you've gotten rid of them, they may still come up from time to time. But notice the progress that you're making and celebrate your little victories along the way. Don't be afraid to challenge your beliefs, and remember that the world needs you. You matter, and you are here for a reason. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you feel that you've gotten value from this podcast, I would love it if you would take a minute and leave a rating and review on iTunes. This helps the podcast grow and reach more people who could also benefit from it. Make it a great day and take care of yourself until next time.